Welcome to the Shadow Body Podcast, where inappropriate conversations get to happen. Conversations, stories, rejection, bring the darkness to light, make us uncomfortable in a The Shadow Body Podcast. Hello, hello. Welcome, welcome to another episode of the Shadow Body Podcast. Today I'm talking about my breast implant journey, Um, but before we do that, I just want to say hello, and my name is Lauren. If you've never been here before, I started this podcast as a way of expressing the things that go on in my life, in my mind, and a lot of times I'm told they're inappropriate, and so I thought it'd be cool to make a podcast about inappropriate conversations, the things that we don't say the shit that lives in the shadows, um, in our shadow body. And it has been the most transformative, beautiful journey of my life. I'm so grateful that I followed the decision to, yeah, claim my creativity. And in the last 24 hours, believe it or not, my podcast has had more views than it ever has. I'm being told that I need to ask you to rate and review my podcast because it will it will help and it will get it out there even more so if you have a moment please rate this podcast send a little review and and support me in in making it into something whatever it wants to be um so speaking of when i started it i had no idea where it would would head i didn't it didn't have an outcome i didn't believe that it it was going to be anything and i just wanted to practice using my voice and and trusting my body and trusting myself to say things that feel right for me like really dropping into my truth and that permission that i gave myself was enough to i guess help me transform into something that felt more natural exhilarating and um enhancing for my life existence so I feel more plugged in, more tapped in. I feel so turned on. And I think it's about starting at the basics, right? Really trusting ourselves, trusting our creativity, our thoughts, our process, really dropping into the truth that is us, our our true nature. It's so individual. And I'm really going to talk about following trends today, like beauty trends in particular. And so the theme of this podcast is around not following the crowd, but actually following yourself and letting that be the only medicine, letting yourself stand out. If you feel like nobody's ever done it in the way that you want to, good, good, do it differently. Walk the path that you've never seen walked before. And and I think that's where we're heading, um, where we should be heading. And my mentorship program is calling in women naturally that are on this path. They're going rogue. They're like, I'm done. I'm done doing it like I've been doing it. It doesn't feel good. I want to start listening to myself. I want to start trusting who I am at the core. I want to start believing in the things that turn me on and 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 really fuel my desires. Like, And I know it's because I'm evolving in my journey in this way. And so, yeah, this mentorship program is is taking it up a notch. If you ever want to um, inquire more about what this looks like, go over to my Instagram page, divine.rebel underscore, and say hello, ask me questions. I'd love to meet with you because 
I'm about to call in a few more souls into this space for mentorship. It's a place where we walk alongside each other and I guide you into more of yourself so that you feel like you can plug in fully and and just feel more alive in that that level of sensation. Mm. Okay, so my breast implant journey is a ceremony in itself. There's so many aspects and pieces to it. It's still a huge mystery. I have a massive question mark around the breast implant industry. Before I go into it, I want you all to know that I believe you get to do whatever the fuck you want with your body. You get to put implants in. You get to alter it. You get to change it. I really support that. And also something happened for me and I'm, I'm just sharing my journey and my experience. Um, that's it. I feel like when I got my implants 15 years ago at 19 years old, my intention was so out of alignment, so off. And it set the tone for so much uh, for me in my 20s and early 30s. And I'm sitting in this place where my body has, has recalibrated itself to a whole new energy, you know, that is me that feels really true. And so I'm in deep reflection around what, what I went through these past 15 years. And I had a wild surgery when I removed them last April. It's January now and a whole experience. I can't wait to share it with you. But first, I want to tell you about the intention behind getting my implants out in and where I was at the time I was 19 years old and I was new to college and I I needed a job I needed to get into the the nightlife industry which was the only place that I could go to make money and I had this like fast track mindset like how do I fit in how do I belong how do I get them to see me hire me I need money now I mean it was from a place of survival essentially right And the women that were working behind the bars, big breasts, thin, you know, heeled platform shoes, like corsets. It was a whole energy that I had to live up to. And I was young and I thought that implants were the the answer. Now, at a very young age, I was, I believed that my looks were really important. You know, I was... I, seventh grade, taking diet pills, wanting a flat stomach, needing a body that was in shape. Like what I had witnessed in the people around me, the place that I grew up, I saw that it was important to look a certain way and to not age. Actually, aging was something to be afraid of. I would say that I only wanted to live till I was 40. I, I didn't want to get older than that. What was the point? Aging wasn't celebrated. And I mean, it's so sad, right? I didn't have a lot of role models like women that were connected to the earth or working and loving, living through nature. And I I feel like I witnessed the exact opposite. And in the way that I love herbs and my feet in the earth and just so connected to the mother earth, the beautiful mother that she is, I never saw that as a child. So I can confidently tell you right now that that was a problem for me to not be surrounded by that kind of energy. And so 
growing up in that environment had me believe that I needed to constantly fix my body if it wasn't perfect like they show you in the magazines, the thin models that um, follow the fashion trends, that look a certain way and like know how to pose and like hold and carry their bodies. Like there was a lot of pressure and that was a very big problem for me. So I used my looks to get what I want. If I wanted something, I needed to dress up for the job, literally and figuratively speaking. So I got the implants at 19 years old and they were like this centerpiece for me. I felt like I had so much power, like I could get what I wanted. I loved the attention and and from this place where I'm at now, I I know that I was lacking so much at that age. I, I wanted to belong. You know, I wanted to feel like I was enough. I wanted to be seen and heard. And I didn't know how to do that for myself. Nobody gave me those tools. I didn't understand fully of what it meant to love myself, nourish myself, right? So, of course, these implants had an impact on my body. I mean, I was 24 years old and had poor circulation in my legs. It was a hard time. It was hard for me to walk and my digestion was awful no matter what I did. I really struggled. And again, no doctor can tell me that it was the implants. There's a huge mystery around this, like not enough information. So it was a big, I don't know for me to just exist in. So I had this baseline of poor circulation, body pain, and poor digestion. So I wonder why my mental health was struggling. I wonder why I had a, a difficult time in my life and, and went to numbing. I was, I was numbing myself because it was a really hard body to exist in. I don't know. Could it be like the big bags that were weighing on my chest and taking so much of my energy, how much of my body needed to go there um, for that extra support and like how much of my, of the rest of my body was being um, like pushed to the side or, or not honored at all. And I didn't have the knowledge or understanding of like the real nourishment my body was calling for. So it's, it's really interesting to look back and, and see myself in this way and and really know that I, I didn't have what it took to take care of myself. Why? Where was that information? Where, where was that information? So when I decided to get my implants removed, it was like a, a knowing you know, on this journey to self-discovery and like finding my way, of course, it would make sense that my body was like, you got to get these things out. I I started to get a lot of rashes and acne and it was coming out of nowhere. I couldn't find a way to heal. And so when I went to Atlanta to get my implants removed, I was given a referral by a friend. There was, you know, an office out in Atlanta that did it for such a great price and it was a great office like it was well done i went in there and it was like 80s music blasting <laughs> like the doctor was this like hot surgeon that had his like hot assistants and 
came in so casually and was like, we don't have to sedate you. We can just pull these out here. And I was like, no, fuck no. Like, I am not going to stay awake for this, please. So we go into the surgery room and the anesthesiologist, you know, sedates me. I feel myself getting drowsy and the radio is on. I can't fucking stand the sound of the radio. My God. Um, you know, the commercials that were blasting, like this was the surgery room. And so I'm getting sedated. The radio's on loud. And all of a sudden, I'm going into a psychedelic journey. I'm not kidding you. Like, I had to hold space for myself in that moment and say, holy shit, here we go. Wait, where are we going? Wait, what am I doing? What is this? And so all the, the sacred geometry and like, the journey started to happen and the radio was simultaneously on so loudly, right? And it was so fucked up. It was like I was holding these, holding duality, like this multidimensional experience. And then I could hear the surgeon and his assistants talking. Actually, I could hear them gossiping, in fact, gossiping about another woman and so I'm hit, I'm laying there holding space for this, like can't talk, can't tell everybody to shut the fuck up when that was all I wanted to do was say, can you just turn down the radio and stop talking, please? And let me be in this, in this journey. Um, yeah, it was huge. And I, my capacity to hold myself through that was really profound. At one point, I felt my right breast implant pop and the liquid fall down my body one of the assistants asked the surgeon, do we need to get you a towel? He's like, no, it's fine, fine, fine. And then on the other side, I could feel him struggle, like getting my implant out. I mean, I was so awake and aware and having the journey at the same time. And there was pain. It, it hurt. And I, I couldn't say, ow, like, please stop. And it was too much. And so I'm, I'm, I'm laying there just unable to speak up. And like halfway out, halfway in, it was so wild. And then I, I start to come back. And I say, ow, ow. And they're like, are you, are you okay? Do you need more? I'm like, give me more. This hurts. Like, that hurts. And they're like, we're almost done. Ugh, it was, you know, it was 20 minutes, supposedly. And it felt like, you know, two days. So... When I finally get up from the chair, I look down at my breasts and the women were like, don't look, don't look. And they were like little curly raisins. You know, my nipples were pointing different directions. It was so crazy, like kind of scary, actually. They're like, it's not going to stay like that. Don't worry. So I'm half asleep and I asked the anesthesiologist, I said, what, what happened? Like I was on this ayahuasca journey, like do you know about this? Like, do people have psychedelic experiences? And she said, no. I was like, do you know what ayahuasca is? And she's like, no. <laughs> I'm like, what did you give me? She's like a cocktail of things, you know? I was flabbergasted. Like, why? Why didn't she know what I was talking about? Either she knew and she didn't, she was like not supposed to tell me, or I have some access that I need to know more about. 
but literally like this is a mystery and I'm so fascinated by where I went and what happened, um, why I was able to have that journey. And do more people have this journey is my big question. So I didn't get the lift or anything. I just wanted to let my my breast naturally come back to life. I was done giving them all this. Yeah, I've given them a lot. I needed to give them a break. And they're beautiful. They're coming back in a way that just feels so nice. I can't believe I denied them at 19 and said they weren't enough. I love these like little ski jump look and this little itty itty bitty titty committee thing that I got going on. I feel so free and so empowered and beautiful by my natural breasts. And it just feels really good to meet myself in this way. And I have a lot of questions about the pressure that I felt to be a certain kind of beautiful and to love something else other than other than myself and the need to follow the crowd. And so I, I'm just really reflecting on what we go through to keep up with beauty standards. And if you go to the mall and you see like everybody has the same outfits, you know, the, the trends, like the shoes are all similar these days. Like it's always been like this, but I am confused by what's trending and why we find it to be important to follow the trend, the beauty trend, the fashion trend. And what would it be like for us to discover what turns us on and feels good? Like how outrageous, even if it's as outrageous as it can possibly be, right? Patterns and um, just forms of expression that just liberate us rather than help us fit in. I really want to change this mindset for people like, and it's beautiful for the women that get all dolled up and, and love these looks and just, you know, really enjoy, um, enjoy it. I'm, I'm 100% a fan of that. But for us, for the ones that are not, I also want that to be okay. Like, can we not brush our hair for two weeks and love it like me? Can we love our hairy armpits and our hairy legs because we feel like it? And what about not wearing any makeup at all or ever plucking our eyebrows? I mean, why the fuck not? Like, try it on. Feel it. It's liberating. I just want us to do what we want at the end of the day. I want us to feel so empowered by who we are naturally and like from a body. Like, my body was being so controlled and limited for so many years. I've been just giving my belly the chance to take up some space, give my hips some room, and and finding clothes that are comfortable instead of constricting this beautiful body that I live in. And so since I've given my body its natural shape, like I've allowed it to be nourished and, and supported and loved and rubbed and, and warm... I don't have digestive issues. My circulation is amazing and my skin is glowing. It's sensational. And I still haven't brushed my hair for two weeks. And I haven't worn shoes for a really long time. And I feel beautiful. I can honestly say that I feel fucking beautiful. And that's 
that's what I want. That's what I want. I want to feel it. I want to feel like no matter what I wear, no matter what I do, that I have the right to take up space, to be seen, to speak. And it doesn't look like the way you do it. I hope it doesn't. It looks like the way I do it. And every moment is a chance to change, to decide, to do something else, to be someone else, to take on a different role. I get to express myself how I want and it's beautiful and I want you to do the same. Let's stop following what's trendy and let's start following what turns you on. Let's stop following those images with women that look a certain way and start embracing all shapes and colors. And I know that we are bringing more awareness around this. I know that it's important for our children, for our daughters. I hear a lot of parents talking about how social media is the problem. And I'll, I'll be the first one to say it's deeper than that. It's way deeper than social media. Because before Instagram was here, I was having a really difficult time and it was because of the women I was witnessing around me. It wasn't because of anything online. This goes back way back before. Uh, I wish I could give you a timeline. But it goes so far back. The pressure. What women have had to uphold. To be desired or loved to be seen, to be acceptable and appropriate, like, fuck. It's so, so overwhelmingly sad. And, and social media is a magnifying glass, that's all. Not just for beauty standards, for everything else. Social media is just showing us at a faster rate with a bigger lens, and it's showing every subtle nuances, and it's overwhelming because it's true. It's giving us the... It's, it's giving us all the information, and that's fucked up, right? You can't turn your head. So, yeah, I guess my whole thing is find your own way. And my breast implant journey was so beautiful because it was what it was supposed to be. It, it, it brought me here, and it's given me so much information and wisdom and guidance. Like, I really believe that it was necessary for me to see life through that lens, to suffer in the way that I suffered so that I could be here right now to tell the story and to believe into some, in something else and something greater. There's a lot of wisdom in, in what I went through. A lot. So to make sure that I feel like I've covered all, all bases on this, I want you to know that However you choose to be with your body is perfect. My journey is very interesting and I felt called to share it. There's a lot of women out there that are suffering because of breast implants because there's not a lot of information. If you go into Facebook forums and look up breast implant illness, my God, there's a lot, a lot and not a whole lot of research. I don't even think there's any research around it. It's a big mystery. Why? Why is it a mystery? Why is it so easy to get done, but nobody knows about the side effects or the, you know, what could potentially happen to their bodies? Like, there's no research on it. 
it's just it's funny what we choose to have research on and what we choose to just give a free pass to right like oh this is okay but this is okay to study and get more information about but some things we can just let slide some things we can just let go don't even get me started all right so again, you know, if you're here, I just want you to know that I, I value your time and energy, like free to be listening to this podcast. It means the world to me. I love connecting with people. Please connect if you feel called. I guess Instagram is the easiest way to find me and, and message me. And if you feel called, don't forget to rate and review Shadow Body Podcast. There's so much coming your way. I'm on this creative flow. I'm so ready for more. And I'd love to hear if you have a, a breast implant journey. I'd love to interview you on here if you want to be a part of the Shadow Body Podcast because I want to hear more stories. I want to hear what goes on behind the scenes. All right. Have a beautiful day. Have a beautiful night wherever you are in the world, and I will see you soon. Bye-bye. The Shadow Body Podcast. What high is my shadow?